Hello, my love. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is so good. You're going to love hearing me talk all about the most common blocks I see, the blocks that I have been working through to completely change my life, my bank account, my body, my being in the last six months. It's been quite a ride, so I can't wait to share all about that and really giving you some useful tips and ways that you can identify the blocks that are holding you back and exactly what to do about it. So I know that you're going to love this episode. And before I launch in, I need to let you know, I know that you've heard this, I'm sure, but Activated is closing soon. We are starting March 24th. We're getting right down to the wire. Activated is a six week manifestation portal and program to freaking completely change your life. <laughs> so we are getting you um, acquainted with with your highest self, your her, your whole authentic self, activating your soul's desires, moving into some beautiful, the most powerful healing that I have been experiencing in the last few months. I'm bringing directly to you what I have been doing with activations, journeys, trainings, meditations, everything that you need to heal the part of you that has been holding you back. And I'm going to get a little bit into that in this episode, how it's not your fault that you are being held back. There are things you've experienced in this life and things that you've been taught and beliefs that you have formed, and it's time to identify those subconscious beliefs and bring them up into the conscious. Once you recognize them, they are no longer subconscious. They are no longer controlling the show. So we're going to be able to bring it up and really see what the thing is that has been holding you back, and then we're going to reprogram. We're going to really um, go into creating new neural pathways, updating your identity and really going through a huge transformative experience. We also have a week of integration with new tools. Every week, we're also focusing on different elements of the body to really embody this. So the first week, we're talking about flushing and releasing. We move into more healing. We move into activating through the body. It's so potent and powerful. We are also going through quantum manifestation towards the end of the program and advanced techniques for you to quantum leap. And really, now that you've healed, identified what's holding you back, identified what your soul is desiring. Now we're going to give you the techniques and the process to manifest it from this completely new elevated state. So this is an immersive experience. We have trainings. There's a membership portal there's pre-work available to you right now. So you can dive into the law of subtraction pre-work to really open you up, to start making space, to start manifesting before the program even starts. So I can't wait to go on this six week journey with you. It is going to be truly magical. I can't wait to get to know you deeper and really help you to free what has been holding you back because you've already created a lot of success in your life, a lot of transformation, and I know you're here for even more. So join me on this journey. I can't wait to support you. It's going to be so epic. We start March 24th and I can't wait to see you in Activated. Make sure to check the link in the show notes for all of the details, and I will see you in there. And without further ado, enjoy today's episode all about getting unblocked, releasing resistance, and moving into your next level. Hey, 
Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Hey, that rhymes. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Okay, that's the extent of my rapping abilities. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Talia Joy. You are here at the Awakening Her podcast with a fresh pressed episode coming in hot for you today. I'm so excited to be here. As always, I really thank you for tuning into the show. Today's episode is going to be awesome. We are talking all about becoming unblocked, about releasing resistance, about what that actually looks like, and about what I have been doing the last few months to completely change. I have, I feel like every day it's just the better it gets, the better it gets. I am completely changing, completely transforming. Of course, I'm still my awesome badass self, but I have done a lot of releasing, of unblocking, of lessening resistance. And I am seeing the results. I'm seeing the results in my life, in my mood, in my body, in the way my pain levels feel or how I'm feeling in my skin. I've definitely seen it in my bank account, in my stress management, in my self-care. It's just everywhere right now. The results are huge. The results are obvious. And every day I'm more excited to teach this stuff. So welcome to this episode where we are talking all about getting unblocked and releasing resistance because no matter where you're at, even if you're feeling immense rewards and like me, I'm feeling a lot of up levels and a lot of things changing and healing and shifting, even when you're feeling that, there's always more places that we can lessen resistance and more opportunity to live an incredible, magical, bliss-filled life. I truly do believe that. So today, I welcome you with open arms if you're feeling super blocked, feeling like nothing's going your way and you don't have any clarity and you're feeling kind of sick of your own shit and you're ready to move on, you are in the right episode. Um, and also for you guys that are you know, feeling that sense of rising and next level and claiming and reward, this episode is also going to serve you because there's so many nuggets jam-packed into what we're going to talk about today. So welcome. I'm really, really grateful that you're here. So before we jump into the content of today, for anybody that is new to the show, I am so excited that you stumbled across um, this show. We definitely have a soul contract to hang out together, and I'm glad that you found this information. So a little bit about me and about why I say stuff like that is... <laughs> My name is Talia. Uh, I'm an intuitive channel. I'm a quantum activator. I activate the energy of who you truly are. That is part of my gifts. I see you in your essence. I see you in your fullness and I call you forward. I activate you into that with so much love and um, compassion and understanding and tools and resources and power. And I pull you forward because this is the thing. You are absolutely going to create the life that you know in your mind's eye that you're meant for. 
that life that includes that freedom that you want to feel in your body, in your bank account, as you travel around the world or your schedule is some one that just feels so good and spacious to you, whatever type of freedom you're looking for, that is the life that is meant for you. The abundance, the health, the vibrance, the magic where you're constantly experiencing synchronicities and it's always 111 in your world. <laughs> in that that world is not only available to you and you could do it, but you are going to do it. I attract high level seekers. So even if you feel like a mess inside right now, like I do half the time, we are meant for big things. We do not give up. We keep on going. And I know that you have experienced a lot in your life. I know what it's like to be a highly sensitive person, to have a lot of, you know, intense things happen, to go through traumas, to have my own rich internal world and rich internal struggle, I see you. I feel you. I know that it's not an easy road. And as sensitive people, as empaths, as intuitives, even if we haven't fully realized it yet, um, we live a completely different experience than other people. So in some ways, this show is actually for highly sensitive people, for empaths, just because I deeply understand. And it's a different journey for us. And manifestation is different for us. And that's something that that is what I talk about here. I don't always say it's different for us empaths or sensitive people, but the life works differently for us because we are such feelers and things resonate and be are, are held in our body. We hold emotion in our body. We hold stories of the past feelings that we don't know how to process all sorts of things. Being highly sensitive, you pick up on so much. So manifestation is much different for us and we're much more prone to like self-sabotage and sort of going really up and really down and really up and really down and off the train and on the train. And the reason why is because we have that rich inner world, we are easily sort of, you know, shoved, um, not shoved aside. What is the word I'm looking for? We're easily sort of thrown off our loop because maybe someone in our family needs us or we start feeling guilty about something or there's something subconscious going on that keeps blocking us. We are very prone to that because we hold on to so much and we have such a rich inner world. However, empaths and highly sensitive people and seekers and intuitives, we actually are even more magical manifestors than a lot of the people out there. So they may not get thrown off by their emotions 24-7, but we have the magic mojo and we have the life force running through us at such a high capacity because being that person that is sensitive and has big dreams and it's such a rich inner world, we channel source more. We are picking up on unseen things. Like when you walk into a room and you can feel the energy, when you know somebody's off, when you can pick up on the energy of pets and of people and you know people you pass on the street, that is you picking up on the unseen. Most people just walk by and don't get a sense of that stuff or don't sometimes feel you know icky energy from someone that just lingers in you. I know you can relate. Other people don't do that. A lot of people don't pick up on that stuff. So as as much as it can be a curse, it's also such a blessing as you learn how to manifest in a new way, you learn to sort of hack yourself and it moves into like, I should do this. I should do that. And why aren't I doing this? And I always feel bad and I always self-sabotage and that, that type of energy that sometimes we can carry into like, holy crap, I am powerful. I just need to learn how to work my energy and work sort of this world knowing that I am a highly sensitive and intuitive being. So 
I hope you can resonate to some of that. I know a lot of you can. That is the way that I grew up. Of course, I didn't know any of this stuff. I just thought, I was just told I was too sensitive by, you know, everyone. Um, I just didn't understand how I would be so emotional and, you know, react to things and take things really personally, like when I was young, you know, and, and really have this deep sense of not belonging, this deep sense of, like, for me, it was my body and insecure and I was bullied and all this stuff. And it was like, I deeply didn't belong. I deeply felt like I don't belong with these people, anyone. I don't fit in. And it led to a long road of eating disorder, addiction, hiding, numbing, bolting in all the ways, because it's hard to be me. That's what it felt like, because it's nobody gets me. I'm alone. No one understands. And that's what I've lived a lot of my life. And throw on traumas and throw on, you know, the different failures and the different this and the different that it's been a rich life. But at some point I decided that I knew I was meant for more and I became fucking committed to figure out how to hack this experience. And it led me on a long journey. And I'm going to touch today on some of the main points that were blocking me. Also, these are things I see in clients all the time because you and I were alike. So (laughs) a lot of the things I've experienced, you have a flavor of that or what you've experienced. I've had a flavor of that. That's why I get you. Um, So I'm going to go through all that today, but it was a long road of discovering these different things and learning how to co-create and learning about my own spiritual gifts and energy and law of attraction. And here's the thing that I've been discovering lately, and I've been mentioning it a little bit. People like you and I, we find law of attraction and awakening and spirituality in sort of this sort of universe type way at some point. Either you watch The Secret or you read a Wayne Dyer book or, you know, we found Abraham or something happened that you discovered the law of attraction. So we go into the law of attraction because we want to manifest more money or we want to lose weight or we want to get that car or we want to, you know, get the house. And we end up in a freaking awakening <laughs> going what happened? I thought I came here to manifest some stuff. And now I'm like into the world of past lives and spirit guides and my own energy and vibration. And like, what even happened? It's because you are meant to live this life. You are meant to crack into your, and crack into your consciousness, your, your higher consciousness. Remember who you truly are and live a magical transformative experience. This is the lifetime for you. I believe that we have lived many lives. And by the time we get to be these sensitive beings that are all about self-empowerment and spirituality and um, self-awareness, uh, like that means you're an old soul. I know you already probably knew that intuitively or otherwise, but you are an old soul. And that in itself means you are here for connection, for deep transformation for healing and for going to all the ends of yourself, really discovering who you truly are, your gifts, your your essence, your whole authentic self. What are you truly? That is the place where you are going to manifest everything. And that may seem overwhelming because it seems easier to be like, well, just give me the mantras, right? But I hate to break it to you. For you and I, dry mantras don't really do much. We can create a mantra, and I do this with clients, when we hit the center of something and all of a sudden we get really jacked. It's like, okay, for a week, I want you to repeat this to yourself. Remember this. That can really anchor you in and be very powerful. But you're not going to learn how to manifest through any specific one, two, three step system that's been taught to the rest of the world because our energy is different. And I have mastered my energy being a highly sensitive person that is so prone to sabotage and negative self-talk and being insecure and feeling alone and bolting and numbing. And did I mention sabotage? Yeah. 
super friends with sabotage. Um, but if I can do it, I know that you can do it because I didn't, I wasn't raised, um, with anything special, meaning I didn't have any extra awareness. Nothing was given to me. Nothing was handed to me. I was just a seeker who deeply struggled, really, really hit a few scary, deep, low rock bottoms and decided to turn it all around and decided to crack the code on manifestation on myself, got into law of attraction. And now I'm on this journey of self-mastery and awakening and teaching, you know, you guys how to do the same. And hopefully in anything that I teach and talk about, you can take bits and parts of it, of what resonates with you and form your own power, form your own spiritual belief, your own tools, your own routines, your own hacks, because that's what this is about. And so that's what I'm doing here. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, for those of you that are new, that was kind of my intro that turned into like five or six minutes, but I'm also a regular person living on the West coast of Canada. I'm a mom of three. Um, we live, um, in a little beach town on an Island and I freaking love my life. I love the spaciousness and the nature. And, um, I'm definitely, we manifested our dream home last year and I'm definitely where I'm meant to be. I'm in awe of this life. Um, but because it's what I've created, it's that much more rewarding. It's like when you slave, you know, for days over Thanksgiving dinner or something, when you do like renos or you're doing yard work and it's like a big project or you're painting a room or you're doing whatever, right? You get put in a lot of effort. And then at some point you get to sit back and go, holy crap, look what we did. Look what we did. And that's where I am now, except it's always a journey of growth and there's always more layers of healing and, and power to uncover. But I truly am sitting in this place right now going, how did I get here? The person that was addicted to cocaine, addicted to alcohol in an eating disorder that went from restriction and anorexia to bulimia, to over-exercising, to cutting, to, you know, all of the ends of all of the things for myself. How did I get from there to here? And it's magic. And that's what I'm here to talk about on everything that I do in the show. And also, if you haven't heard about it yet in my program, Activated, I'm taking you through all of these new teachings, the things that have really caused the quantum leap in my life, because I can teach all sorts of tools that have worked for me over the years. But in these last six months, I feel like I'm a new person. Like I was talking about, I feel like my cells are turning over. My eyes are changing color. My body is changing. My mind is changing. Everything is changing because I've really, really, really uncovered some juicy stuff and got to really a place where it was my next level. And I can't wait to share it with you. And in the program activated, I take you through six weeks of this because I'm going to touch on it a bit today, but a big part of what was blocking me was about healing and was about seeing the root of some of the stories that kept playing over and over. And it wasn't just about going back to the scene of the trauma. It was actually about noticing the pattern and noticing the story that was playing over and over and then doing magic on it to alchemize it and flip it. And we're going to go into this in depth in the episode. So let's launch into the episode. But I did want to tell you just a little bit about myself um, for anybody that is new. And I have been doing this for seven years. It hasn't always been in this capacity. I did nutrition consulting and spiritual nutrition, intuitive eating, and then on to law of attraction. And um, now I'm really just embracing the fullness of who I am, my mediumship gifts, my um, intuitive abilities, my teaching, my everything into just Talia Joy. This is what I am. This is what I offer. I am a mentor here to help you on the path. If you do feel like it's your time to work more closely with somebody and you feel like I would 
be the person, I would really act on it fast because my rates are going up quickly. I'm becoming so full that um, it's getting harder and harder to book with me. So what something that I'm offering right now, and I've just sold, uh, I sold out, and then now I'm opening up more spots. So I've got two spots open for um, one-on-one voice memo support for 30 days. So this is a very unique offer where we actually have voice memo support for 30 days plus one kickoff call at the beginning. So we have a call, we deep dive on everything that you are going through and everything I see for you and, you know, right away start lessening resistance and digging into what you want in your life and what's going on. And then we spend 30 days Monday to Friday connecting over WhatsApp for voice memo support. So one of my favorite things that I keep hearing from clients right now is I'll send them back like an eight minute message. Some of you, you know what I'm talking about. And one woman the other day, a beautiful client's like, oh my God, I feel like I just got a podcast episode for me. And she was saying, I was just listening to an episode and then I came over to my WhatsApp and there's a voice memo from you. And like, I can't even believe I get your personal one-on-one support. And that is so fun because I love connecting with you guys. You get to know me on a different level because every day, day in and day out, Monday through Friday for 30 days, um, I just get to share a whole new side of me, who I truly am, not just in a clean little podcast, but also just hanging out for that time. The things I see for you from your spirit team, all of the nudges. I'm constantly getting downloads and tools for my clients. It's such a fun journey. So the first time I offered two spots, they were snapped up really quickly and I've just opened two more. So we start with a 90 minute deep dive call and then we do 30 minutes of voice memo support. So if you're interested in that, check the link in the show notes, but grab it fast because it will go really fast. And so that's just a little bit of a new way that you can work with me, which is really, really exciting. And then of course, activated my six week program. We are launching March 20 fourth and I feel like I'm going to be running it again, but I don't know if it's going to be, it might be in the fall but it is huge. It is transformative. Oh my God, you got to get in there. I am so, I've never had so much source energy running through me for a program. That's all I want to say. I've never had so much inspiration and guidance and ease creating something so powerful that if it has been calling you and you are before March 24th, I really recommend you get your cute little butt in there. Let's go through six weeks together. You're going to have tools and a process to use forever we go through subconscious reprogramming. We go through activating your soul's desires. We go through inner child healing and inner child journeys. We go through quantum manifestation, advanced techniques like timeline, timeline jumping, and you get so many meditations and activations and routines and resources and trainings that are available to you for life. So you will forever be supported and know exactly what to do when you want to make changes in your life. When you want to manifest, you're going to just know the process inside and out. And it's going to be something you get better and better at. And that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been living. That's what's caused the quantum leap is exactly this process. And I'm going to teach you in activated. So check the links in the show notes for the one-on-one 30 days, as well as activated. If you want to take this journey forward, because my love, There's never been a better time and you are your best investment. So taking the time needed or the focus or the resources to go through a a program, not just like mine, but ones that your soul is calling you for, those are always the really important ones. And I know you know, right? That time you worked with someone because your soul was calling or you took that course or you went on that retreat, it was like 
everything you needed. And without that, you can't even imagine where you'd be. And it catapulted you forward so much. If that's what you're feeling for, for my vibes and for possibly for activated, holy man, it is for you because it is for a special group of people that are truly ready, that are truly, truly ready and are so eager and ready to let go and heal and transform and reprogram and dive much deeper in what it takes to manifest being a highly sensitive person, being a seeker, being a light worker, this program is for you. So let's dive into the, um, the principles and the main ways that we become blocked, we're going to offer so much today for becoming unblocked. So the very first thing that I need to touch on is that first of all, there's no blocks. (laughs) What? I know, right? Um, we're never actually blocked. That is something that humans say, and I use it even in the podcast title, because you know what I'm talking about. Blocked is something that humans feel is true. But what is actually going on is you have resistance against what it is that you want. And we live in an attraction-based universe and there's only attraction. So you're always only pulling toward you. There is no repelling when it comes to bringing things into your life. It's always attraction. So just as a really potent way to sort of have this be really obvious. If you're focusing on hating your life or hating your body or hating your money, you're pulling more feelings of hate for money. You're pulling more dysfunctional thoughts and feelings about your body. You're pulling more pain. You're pulling more anguish. You're pulling more anxiety and depression the more you focus on it. However, if you shift your focus and focus more on the abundance in life or the blessings you have, the gratitude, this present moment, all this juicy stuff. We're going to dive into a lot of that today. Um, and you focus on that, you end up attracting more of that. You pull more of that toward you. So basically whatever you choose to focus on expands and gets pulled toward you. So you're not actually blocked from the money. It's just, you're pulling toward you more debt or more bills or more, um, scarcity or lack. So instead of pushing away abundance, you're actually just sucking in lack, right? And this isn't, I'm saying this straight up because I want to give you the goods. I'm here today to move the needle forward in your life, but there's no judgment because I do this too. All my clients do this in some way. And it's a process of recognizing that first and foremost, and then going through what we're going to go through today to really flip it and, and work with it instead of just focusing on the lack. But that's the first thing that's happening. So If you don't have something you want in your life, if it's been a constant struggle, it's simply, and like this is the gold right here, it's simply because you've been focusing on the lack of that thing more than you've been focusing on the presence of that thing. So if I want money, I am focusing most of my time on the fact that I don't have it. Even when it comes to what should I put out or what programs am I going to launch? It's like, well, I got to make money. So I got to do this. And that was my life a few years ago. Always kind of focusing on the lack of rather than, look, I'm grateful for the $22 in my bank account, or I'm grateful that we paid mortgage or we paid rent. We made it. We did it. I paid my phone bill and I still have a few dollars left over. I'm so grateful for that. Or look at all the abundance all around me. Look at all the value all around me. Yes. So if I'm stressed about money, chances are I'm not looking around being like, I'm so grateful for all the pennies, right? Because we train ourselves into a place of just being like, oh, we don't have any money and we don't have any this, right? So 
that is what we're attracting. So that's the first thing I want you to sink in. Even if you've heard me say this before, there is no blocking. There's only attracting. So what are you attracting into your life? And again, no judgment. This isn't shame. This isn't you've attracted all of this because it's simply a realization. And right here, I want to say that for anybody that has experienced or is experiencing really extreme things, such as abuse, um, being physically harmed or harming themselves, I am not saying that you attracted this and that it's somehow your fault. I want to be really clear. That could be a whole other thing on its own. But sometimes we move through things that are really dense, as a lot of us have been through, in order to learn or grow or whatever it is to come through it. But in in the moment, I just want all of you to know that you it's not your fault. You didn't purposely attract that abuse or neglect or whatever it was, especially when you were a child, like you didn't, there's no fault here, but we're just looking for this episode. We're just kind of looking at the, the, the common everyday things in your life and the things that, you know, my clients and people out there are wanting more of, or wanting more success or clients, or we want, you know, our body to be healthier. We want to bring in community or mentors or experiences, travel, marriage, kids, whatever it is. We're talking about that type of thing. So if you're not experiencing what you want, chance chances are you've been focusing on the lack of it more because there is no block. There's only attraction. So that nicely segues into the first point and the first block that almost everybody has. I know my clients, it's very common. I know myself, it's very common and it is the block of lack. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is where you're focusing on the lack of everything more than you're focusing on the abundance of everything. So this could be the lack of support in your life, the lack of resources, the lack of your parents showing up. Maybe it is the lack of money, right? So this is where you feel like you have a lack of time, lack of money, lack of resources to do the things you want. This is where you're feeling constantly stopped by not enough. And again, I know that when you're like, but I don't have the money to join that program or, but I don't have the money to do this. It's like, I know, but what are you focusing on in your mind? I'm not trying to argue facts here or argue what you are experiencing in your reality, but what are you focusing on with your thoughts? Cause that is something that we can change. So what this block feels like the lack block or the, the lack resistance that's being caused, it feels frustrating. Like you're blocked, like you're powerless, powerless sometimes anger or like you're constantly at a deficit. So what we do with this lack block, I don't know if you guys have kids, um, if you have kids, but it reminds me of a Dr. Seuss. Luke's likes, licks, lakes. Luke's likes, licks, lakes, whatever. <laughs> I have kids. So um, what we do with the lack, <laughs> the lack block um, is recognize that, yeah, I am focusing on lack a lot. Start to become aware. When I work with clients, there's always a place, especially in the beginning where I'm like, okay, now we have to hop into the witness. We have to start being aware of what we're thinking. For a lot of you, you're already doing that. So first of all, being aware of all the sneaky times that lack comes into your life. Where are you constantly feeling like you don't have enough time? Maybe it's you don't have enough time to achieve your dreams or you just don't have enough time in the day. Maybe you always have this sense of like, I should be there by now. That's even lack, right? Or of course, focusing on, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough support. Those examples that I used, there's not enough, you know, there's no good guy out there for me or a woman for a relationship. Um, even if you're trying, I know people on a, like a fertility journey that are constantly focusing on the fact that they don't have a child, that energy isn't going to help that spirit baby <laughs> to make its way through you because we have to look at 
the fact that there is a spirit baby that's wanting to move through you if that's what you feel and it is out there and it is possible that mentality is going to help you so much more and help you to attract rather than sort of push away in air quotes but as we discussed there is no pushing away there's only attraction so what you do is focus on the simple abundance around you and abundance in this case doesn't mean money so if you are struggling with money I actually recommend not focusing on money because there's so much um, energetic charge. So focusing on the abundance of things around you, the abundance of raindrops falling from the sky, the abundance of books in your bookshelf, the abundance of clothes in your closet, the abundance of condiments in that little side (laughs) side, um, compartment in your fridge, focusing on the abundance of things in simple things that you believe and preferably things that there's no energetic charge. Like look at all the leaves on the tree. You're not sitting there. Your brain's not sitting there going, no, there's not. Whereas if you go, look at all the money I have, your brain's like, um, girl, you have $20,000 debt or whatever it is, right? Our brain's going to always remind us of what is. So this is what you do is focus on the abundance in life and assuring yourself, getting to the place where you start to assure yourself that there is enough available to you, but that may take some time. So the very first thing to do is notice where am I being controlled by lack and then look at the abundance that is around you. So the next block, the next block <laughs> is the what I call the spiritual go-getter. And this is kind of like if this is you, you've read all the books, you've done the workshops, you've done the programs, you have the mantras, you have the journals, you practice gratitude, you practice affirmations. These are the people that say to me like, Talia, I'm aware of my thoughts and I'm aware of this and I'm aware of that and I've done this and I have three coaches and I'm doing this thing and <laughs> all this stuff, yet I'm stuck. And that's the spiritual go-getter. And that was me for a long time. No lack of effort over here. But I was powerless and I was confused and I was stuck and I was second guessing it all. Like, what the heck is the point? Is this even real? Am I broken? Am I wrong? (laughs) Am I just doomed to not do this? I'm doing all the things. What's up, right? So what we do from here is we've kind of gotten into like hustly energy when you're here. So the, the counter to that and the thing to do is to practice being in the now and practice being in this now moment because a lot of times when you've done the things and do the things and do the process and do the that and the what's next, you're not in this present moment. And this present now moment is the abundant, eternal, ever-giving moment. What you can conjure up in this present moment is what you are going to manifest. What you are going to create in your life is determined on how you feel right now, and now, and now. So often it's not about doing all the things in a bit or later or gathering the right process. It's about how you feel right now, which is why if you're called to a retreat or a program or to read a book and you're present in it and you're like, oh, soaking it all up, that is the course or program or book or retreat that changes your life. But if you just do another thing to consume another thing and you're not even present while you're doing the training, you've got seven other tabs up, you're not going to actually experience the medicine of why that was coming through you because you're not in the now. You're just trying to do more. So if this is you, ask yourself, how do I feel right now in the present moment? Can I find that joy in this present moment? Can I feel the calm in this present moment? Even what do I need right now? Maybe I need stillness. Maybe I need breath. Maybe I need water. Maybe I need quiet. Maybe I need nature. What do I need right now instead of what should I do next? What should I do next? I know that's going to hit a lot of you guys in a beautiful way. 
So you could try a mantra if you're really feeling this of, I have everything I need right here, right now. What would it take to find peace in this moment, even just a flicker, even just for a moment? That is the way to combat or to get around the spiritual go-getter because that spiritual go-getter that's doing all the things, it's still based in lack. (laughs) A lot of these blocks come down to some of the similar stories, right? Because you're go, go, going, and that person's going to save me, and this course is going to save me, and I have to do this, and I have to do that. The answers are already within you. When the right person or program or book or whatever comes along, all it does is unlock and activate what is already within you. That's why I don't save your life. I don't heal your life. I act activate you. I support you. I love you. I give you tools and processes and perspective, but you're the one doing it truly. You're the one that shows up. So that go, go, go has to be counteracted with everything I need is within me right now. And then as you decide to develop yourself, if it is a program or a mentor, a book or whatever, what feels like it would add to my life, support my life, not save me, right? So make sure that the things you're investing in, the things you do feel deep down, like, yes, this is the person or the retreat or whatever that's going to take me to my next step. It feels supportive. It feels loving. It feels nurturing, not it's going to save me because I'm broken. That's a different vibe. So the next block is what I call sneaky negativity. And this is what this looks like is although you consider yourself a positive person, you sometimes have negative or sarcastic energy running through you. You may kind of observe yourself or you might not even be observing yourself making negative comments about work or the weather or like, oh yeah, you know, that's typical kind of thing. And you're actually not surprised when things fall apart or opportunities crumble. And this is because you've got some subtle or some sneaky negativity going on. So what it feels like is things don't work out despite your positive outlook. The cards are stacked against you. Maybe people let you down. Life is hard. And this is because although you want to be positive, you've got some loops playing. And this, I know this one is because of subconscious stuff going on. A lot of times as we work through inactivated, the inner child stuff that has been setting me so free, just seeing the story that's playing has really been the biggest part of what has, you know, set me free lately, sneaky stories. And so this sneaky negativity, you could be like, but I am positive. Yeah. But under your breath, do you say like typical, or I probably won't get the job or, you know, that's that sneaky negativity. So what you do here is you have to start again to become the observer and to become hyper aware of your language and don't allow that subtle negativity to be given attention. So as soon as you see it, don't pile on another thought of like, oh yeah, and it always happens and probably this and it'll probably be more money than I thought or, you know, extra money comes in and you're like, yeah, I'll probably create a bill now or, oh, it's just enough to, you know, like don't let it gather momentum because that is, again, pulling toward you more of what you don't want. So instead, with compassion and understanding, okay, I see that you're feeling that way. I, I, I hear that you, know, you feel like things aren't going to work out. You can have this energy of yourself. But actually, I'm going to start to just open up and like maybe it will work out. Maybe it'll work out better than I thought. Who knows, right? And so start to sort of act in that curious energy and be careful what you're saying and what you're focusing on and start to ask yourself, like, how would my highest self handle this or think about this? If you're familiar with the her work that I teach, how would she handle this, right? When there's a clunking in your card, does she immediately go to like, oh my God, it's probably going to be totally broken and I don't have any money and I can never do this. Or is she going to be like, okay, we'll figure this out. 
who can I phone? What does a clunky noise mean? Google it. What does a clunky noise mean? And just what would she do? Would she one step at a time it? Or would she be like, oh my God, I'm fucked, right? So just watch that subtle negativity that comes out of you. And this can show up in so many ways. So it really starts to be aware, uh, being aware of the internal language that's going on, which is a theme in all of these. So the next block, so to say, is pushing. And what pushing looks like is it's all you figuring it out, doing it on your, on your own. You're always wondering how you're going to do it, how you're going to pull it off, stressing about the outcome, focusing on the hows, how is it going to happen? And when things don't work out, you either get devastated or stressed or anxious or really worried. And this is because you're push, push, pushing. And then if it doesn't pan out, it's like, there's no foundation. You're just kind of like, well, what? Like almost like a deer in headlights or like devastated by what's happened because you put so much into what you're doing and this is, has to work out, right? And so what this feels like is there's a lot of pressure on you, there's probably worry, control, stress, you're micromanaging, you're feeling anxious, you're putting out an immense amount of effort and often people like this start to think if I don't do it, no one will or they have an energy like that, right? This could be the lone wolf, hands up. I am totally a lone wolf at heart and I've had to really, again, part of the transformation in the last few months has really been... Um, allowing in support because I've mentioned this in other episodes, but when you're trying to do it all alone and you're just pushed and devastated and like, if I have to figure all this out, you're actually holding the universe out there too. And that's not what we want to do. We want to bring the universe in. So if you're feeling this, like lots of pressure, worry, controlled, what we need to do is actually start to relax. I know that goes against everything you want um, or want to think you, you know, any everything that you want to do when you're in that pushing, but relaxing and practicing small acts of faith and delegation and asking for help. So just practicing asking for help from family or friends, hiring a mentor, whatever you need to do to stop having it all on your shoulders. Because the more you focus on it being all on your shoulders, you are pushing away miracles. You are pushing away the universe going, hey, life's not all on your shoulders. And you're like, actually, yeah, it is. And you dominate. You, your energy overrides your guides and angels and universe, because that's the thing about this experience is we have a magical universe waiting to support us, but we are ultimately in charge. So if you've decided way back when, generally from childhood, again, get in the activated program, let's identify this shit, let's, you know, give some love and some healing to your inner child that feels like they can't depend on anyone. The child that feels like it's all on their own, all on their shoulders and they're the one that has to do it all and no one truly has their back. Maybe that's what you actually experienced. Or maybe you experienced something that felt like that. That's going to create the block now in life. So what we do is practice relaxing, practice asking for help and building trust muscles again, asking for small things. Sometimes even your partner, if they're up and you're like, hey, can you grab me a glass of water while you're up? For some of us, that's a big thing instead of like, I'll do it. I don't want to be a burden, right? Or hiring a coach or, you know, something where you get help. Get support for what you are going through in whatever fashion feels right for you. So practice taking time off as well without a plan. Even if it's half a day or a couple hours or a full day or a weekend, practice not having a plan. Practice the art of just being. I know that's really big stuff. 
but ask to um, release control and ask your guides and your angels to tune in and tune in more to your intuition just than the going, going, going and the, and the pushing, right? Because it's not all on you. You don't have to figure it all out. It's not just you doing it on your own. We are all here to help you. But as long as you're focusing on that, that's all you're attracting. Okay, so that was pushing. So the next one is future tripping. So just as a quick recap, the first principle is there's no block, there's only attraction. And then after that, we went into the lack block, the spiritual go-getter, the sneaky negativity, the pushing, and now the future tripping. And this future tripping is all about worries about what's going to happen in the future. How is this going to happen? What is this going to happen? What am I going to have to do? What if it doesn't happen? What if it all crumbles? What if I sabotage? You know, what if um, I can't maintain this? What if no Nobody comes? What if nobody signs up? What if I give up on myself and I disappoint everyone? What if I can't do it ultimately? Future tripping, right? So what this feels like is anxiety, worry, suffering. Often it's hard to make decisions. It's changing your mind a lot. Things aren't going smoothly because you just never are sure in what the heck you're doing or what's next. And I so can relate to this one as well because we want a big life. So how do we focus on creating a future that we want without tripping about not creating the future that we want, right? And that's something that I help my clients with all the time. That is a huge part of what our work is, is leaning in and trusting in the now your power and all this stuff while also holding visions and dreams and goals, taking action, but not being too attached. It's a balance. So if you're suffering with this block, I get it. This is a tough one yet. It doesn't have to be. And when you start to recognize the ways in which you're future tripping, in which you're projecting something out that you don't actually want, because faith and fear are both you projecting something into the future, but fear is projecting that it's going to turn out awful or that there's something to be scared of, and and faith is projecting that you're going to be good, and you're going to be fine, and we're going to work it out, right? So you have a choice in any moment to future trip, and you could future trip negatively, or you could future trip positively, going, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this, but it's going to work out. I can feel it in my soul. I am meant for big things. I'm going to do it. I am committed to doing it. I will. My future is going to get better, or my favorite saying, the better it gets, the better it gets. That's my way of positively future tripping. And that again, creates more of that. If you're always saying it's not going to work or what if it doesn't work or playing through doomsday options in your mind, chances are you are going to manifest chaos. You are going to manifest the things not working out or it hard to make a decision or never fully feeling good in what you're doing because what if you would have chosen that or you should have chosen that, right? A lot of these people with future tripping blocks will be no matter what choice they make, they feel like they should have made a different choice. And so what we need to do is once again, relax into the present moment, start to notice and journal and meditate and think about how life always somehow works out, how you feel deep down that you are meant for big things. Tap into the part of you that knows you are doing a good job is starting to learn how to deeply trust in herself and in the universe, hearing your intuition saying it's going to be okay. You are going to figure this out and then taking inspired action so that you your brain knows you're moving forward right so doing the thing that will help you to prevent those undesirable options so for me 
you guys know this. I always have a mentor. I always have a coach. That is part of me not having to future trip because I have support. I have someone that's helping me. I've gone through so many different coaches to take bits and flavors of what they were there to help me with in the time, right? And so I'm always getting help because then I don't have to future trip because if I start spinning out, I have someone I can go to. That's why I offer voice memo supports with my clients, voice memo support, because in between a week or two weeks between calls, there's a lot of future tripping that can happen. So sometimes we need to actually go against it. So if you're worrying that you're never going to lose the weight, you know, sign up with a health coach that is there to help you make sure you're going to lose the weight. Or, you know, maybe you don't know if you're going to get this job. And what if you don't get it? Visualize yourself getting the job or being okay anyway. Start, you know, searching on YouTube of like how to ace an interview or how to talk, you know, speak confidently or whatever. So it's like, do something that goes against what you're tripping about. And then also practice faith, recognize that you always figure it out you can do hard things. And in fact, you've been through even harder things. So stop future tripping and projecting that something bad is going to happen. So that is the, um, that is number five block. And then number six, the last one I want to touch on before we wrap up is unhealed. And this is one that basically is in charge of all the other blocks is there's an unhealed part of you. And this is all of us. This isn't wrong. This isn't bad. There's nobody walking around 100% fully healed because we're always experiencing new things and new triggers and new circumstances. But a lot of it does stem back to childhood. And I've been talking about this a lot lately. This is week two of the activated program. And it is about seeing that there's a child inside you that at one point felt unsafe to be seen, to be heard, to have her needs met, to speak up, to be acknowledged, to succeed, you know, to be safe. There's so many different things we've experienced and we want to be able to recognize that it's not just the adult you that like lacks motivation or always does this or can't stop eating, you know, binging or it's not all on you. It's not all your fault, all your fault. There's a wounded part within you, an inner child that's actually asking for your help and guidance. And this is something that I know I'm going to continue to talk more about. I can't wait to learn more even about it. But in my own healing journey in the last few months, the last six months, really uncovering that and going, wow, as a child and as a teenager, I went through a lot of shit and I developed stories of lack, of not enoughness, of having to strive, of being alone, of trying to, you know, of feeling like I have the world on my shoulders and trying to accomplish and not being able to, or being overweight or being shameful of this and that, whatever it is. I've had a lifetime of that stuff and that stuff doesn't just go away. So learning how to process it. And again, I've mentioned this before, you can go back to the scene of the trauma, but I've actually found a more comfortable and accessible and loving way to do it is to just witness what part of me is feeling this right now and getting to the bottom of that story with clients. There's this point where I'm like, I, I can see what your story is. And usually it's in the first call, first couple of weeks where it's like, I'll ask them, I'll be like, do you feel like you 
don't have enough time. And then they're like, oh my God. And lately I've experienced clients saying like, yeah, you know, either one client had like their mom passed away at the, at the age that they were right now. And so they started feeling like this time is ticking and this clock is ticking. I don't have enough time to do this. Other people, it's like there was scarcity in the house and there was, you know, better go do something with your life. And they constantly feel like they should have been there by now. And, you know, like we have these things, whether they're big traumas or they're just ways that our parents were, ways that our parents handled money, handled relationships, handled disciplining us, their mood, their behaviors, their addictions, their traumas, it got placed onto us. So we don't need to search for the 1700 like different traumas and go back to every single one. Of course, as I say, if you feel that you want to get a trained professional, do that. But we can also bring loving awareness just to the fact that there's a part of us deep down that feels alone, feels afraid, feels like there's not enough, feels behind, feels like there is that lack because they experienced it. So what I'm doing in Activated is we're bringing in these beautiful um, subconscious journeys that we're going to go on and heal and give love to that inner child. We have different, um, there's trainings, but then there's also experiences and meditations to go in and converse with your inner child and ask her how she's doing and ask her what she needs and tell her, you're not alone here. I have you now. Bring her into your life. Embody her sense of play and wonder and curiosity while bringing her the stability and the healing and the safety that she was looking for. So we were all a little bit messed up in childhood. We were all a lot messed up in childhood. And the biggest thing that we can really do is start to look at that and know that it's okay if you don't want to go back there or have to write a forgiveness letter or have to have a big conversation. It's actually okay. You peel away the layers. You don't have to do anything you're uncomfortable doing, but recognizing that there's a part in you that needs love. And when we find her and we have a journey with her, you become whole and healed. And I know I just said there's no 100% healed, but really, truly, it is like you're liberated. It's like you no longer have to run from yourself. It's like you give yourself that love and that compassion that you're deeply seeking. And then as you have this tool and these activations and these, you know, tracks that I'm creating for you, you can do this forever to the inner child that pops up and walk hand in hand with her and really recognize that you can self-parent, you can give yourself that love that you've been wanting, you can listen to your inner child and hear what's going on and just be aware when you're reacting, be like, oh, that's her, that's definitely her feeling wounded, feeling unheard, now I feel like I gotta yell and scream and dominate, okay, inner child, I love you, I acknowledge you, you weren't heard, you were silenced, you were, your needs were not met, I get that you feel like you want to scream and be heard and throw a tantrum and I love you and what do you need to say and I'm here for you and I'm not going anywhere and you're safe right so it's that type of loving work that starts to heal who you are in addition to that there's also shadow work and just classic loving kindness to yourself when you react when you fall into lack when you feel like nobody cares when you feel like you've fallen into sabotage or you're feeling shame or you do something you're not proud of give yourself love that is the healing journey love and compassion even though I freaked out at my kids I love and accept myself even though I ate I binge ate I love and accept myself even though I didn't work out this week and I said I would I love and accept myself so that is a massive part of the healing journey and being sort of like unhealed or whatever you want to say, that is where your wounds come out and cause all these other blocks. So this really is, especially for sensitive people, 
we have taken on the energy of the things that have been done to us, of the things that we have experienced at a moment in time when we felt let down, when we felt unheard, unsafe, all those things. We learned stuff and we got frozen in time because we didn't know what to do with those emotions. So we shut them down and we dissociated from them. And personally, I don't remember so much of my childhood and I haven't had to remember it to heal it. I haven't had to remember everything um, to walk hand in hand with her and to love her and to give her healing. So I can't wait to go deeper on this journey with you. Definitely join Activated if this is, um, you know, interesting, um, sort of lighting up your cells is the way I like to say it. It's like inside you're going, Ooh, yeah, this feels big. This feels like what is next for me. There is some healing. I am, don't know what to expect. I don't know how to go at it, but I know that there's a part of me that still feels left behind and unheard and unseen, and I want better. And so if you have patterns playing out in your life over and over that you're not desiring, blocks that no matter how many positive mantras you do or how much you try to change your behavior, it's not changing. It's something inside you that needs to be healed. And as I mentioned in maybe the last podcast episode or one not very many back, um, I thought I had 99 problems, but I just actually had one, which was the subconscious mind, which was the healing. But really uh, what I thought is I struggled with addictive behaviors. I struggled with feeling insecure. I struggled with not letting people in. I struggled with money. I struggled with chronic pain. I struggled with you know, not having a support system around me. I struggled with my mom. I struggled all these different ways. That's what I thought I had all these problems. Turns out it was just like one or two things I learned when I was a kid that, as I said, I don't even have to fully remember everything or the moment it started, but I know a very clear story from when I was a kid is you are alone in this. Nobody gives a shit about you. So I didn't say shit as a kid. I'm not like, no one gives a shit, yo. <laughs> but that's what I learned is like, I can't rely on anyone. I'm alone. And I'm alone in this has controlled my life for over 30 years. And I am taking my freaking power back. I am not alone in this life. I have the universe. I have guides. I have angels. I have beautiful people like you. I have my bestie. I have my dad. I have my husband and my kids and my family and the people around me. I am not alone. And I'm choosing I've chosen to reprogram that and holy crap, the difference in my life has been huge. So a lot of these blocks come down to maybe one story, maybe two stories that you're playing on repeat. And when you realize them, you release them. And I can't wait to help you do that in Activated and in our work going forward. I hope that this episode resonated with you. I'm interested to know if you're more of a lack person, maybe spiritual go-getter, maybe it's the sneaky negativity, maybe it's the pushing, maybe it's the future tripping, or maybe you are feeling this deeper sense of needing to heal a part of you that is still stuck. Let me know. Reach out to me. I love to see you guys on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. It is at 11, 11 a.m. as I record this right now. So excited about that. I can't wait to support you in the future. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope that you got a lot out of it. And if you did write a review on Apple podcasts, it really, really helps. And for everybody that writes a review, if you write a review and then take a screenshot of it and send it to us on at Talia Joy Manifestation on Instagram, we will send you a free gift. So I would love to support you further. I can't wait to hear how this episode resonated. And with that, I am out. Have a magical day, Seeker. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I want you to take a second to take a breath with me and embody everything you just heard. 
Take one deep breath in and let it all go. One more deep breath in and let it all go. Thank you for being a seeker. Thank you for tuning into the show. It's an honor to serve you and I'll see you in the next episode.